Hello. Twinsies. <laughs> We're just so excited to get this episode started. Yes, it's 100 episodes of You I Do. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And like we said, you're already listening to the 100th episode of Hugh I Do. The podcast that is going to be very, very real about selecting Black wedding vendors on your wedding day. A hundred episodes. I know. Can you believe it? I can't. I mean, I can <laughs> and I can't. It's surreal. Like this would be the time that we would throw like a party and stuff. And we would invite our frienders to this huge event. But yeah. Pandemic. <laughs> but we know y'all are celebrating with us in spirit and we appreciate y'all and even the listeners thank y'all because it it, we wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for you very true we appreciate you we really do ah we should do a giveaway i think we will so (laughs) stay tuned to our instagram this week and you may win something and it'll be good it'll be worth it it'll be worth it Ashley and I didn't talk about this giveaway, but I really felt it in my spirit that we need to do a giveaway to show our appreciation to y'all. Mm-hmm. Hopefully y'all participate because, right. you know, last time a couple people or maybe one person participated and of course they won, but we need y'all to like participate y'all. <laughs> Putting it all out there, but yes, <laughs> we're definitely, you know what? I'm feeling like... We should give away a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars for the hundredth episode. That's just how I'm feeling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we both, <laughs> so we both feel in that type of way. I, I mean, I am paying for a wedding, but I, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, I, I could do, you know, okay, big money. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll let a lucky listener or follower get a hundred dollars within this week. So stay tuned, follow our Instagram. If you're not already for more details on that, Because, look, when you're paying for a wedding, like you, everybody can use that extra coin. You know what? And it can go a long way. Mm -hmm. Whether it goes to the baker, um, your florist, because, child, the price keeps going up. (laughs) I really feel like as you get closer to the event, the prices keep going up. Like, that's one vendor Mm -hmm. where it's like, uh, you know, we can continue to add stuff until until like the day before, to be honest. I mean, I hopefully that doesn't really happen in real life, but right. I can believe it does happen. So I agree. After just being there myself not so long ago, <sighs> all the fun extra costs that popped up in that last month that can total over a thousand dollars. Brandon's always like every conversation, the price goes up 
And essentially, he's right. <laughs> because, like, last year, our price was one thing. And then as we get closer, yeah, the price is going up. And I just had a conversation today, and the price is going up. So anyways. <laughs> and the price is just going to keep going up, you know? Yeah. It's sad. But you know what's not sad? A hundred episodes. <laughs> Yes. Episodes. Uh, and what not a better topic than black wedding vendors and selecting a wedding vendor for your day? Like it makes so much sense. However, I do hate that you weren't able to be a part of the full conversation. I know. But, but you're here. Yes, yes, yes. I'm here in the intro and in the outro. But I enjoyed listening to this episode. Ashley is such an amazing person. I love her to death. And you know what? We haven't even met in person. It's crazy. But I feel like I've known her for like a minute. You know, so. I never thought about that. Oh my gosh. I feel like I know her, know her too. Because I mean, well, Tania knows because of course she edited the episode, but I swear, like, the first hour was just us catching up. Like, it had nothing to do with the show. We were just, like, catching up because it had been so long since we had done a show. She's actually, you know, this is her fourth episode with us. And we just love her. But that we got to make that happen in 22. Oh, yes, We know you're listening. Of course. Of course. Yeah, we're talking about selecting wedding vendors for your day being intentional about selecting black wedding vendors and the good and bad, honestly, that can kind of come with that, you know, even, or even the process of trying to find a vendor, you know, child is a process. It's, you know, y'all will hear all about it and kind of what our thoughts are and kind of the feelings around it. And I'm sure maybe some of y'all like agree because there are so many of us that want to, have an all black wedding and just put all this money towards black wedding vendors. And, you know, that can be hard for a variety of reasons, but anyway, we're not going to give away the whole episode, but just a little bit. Uh, (laughs) But before we wrap, of course, because this is our 100th episode and we are talking about black wedding vendors, we are about to launch our directory, which is a black wedding vendor directory, but not only black wedding vendors, but any wedding vendor that will appropriately cater to black brides, brown brides, everyone in between. So basically wedding vendors like you um, for brides like you and grooms like you. So go to find.huido.com. There's still some construction to be done. So like I said, it's a soft launch. But when we officially launch, launch it, you'll be able to go in, find all the vendors your heart can ever want. And of course, it's free to do so. So you can list your vendor or list your own business or even claim businesses or listing for free. So that's a little something for y'all. So we're giving y'all a hundred dollars. We're giving y'all a directory soon and a great episode. So we hope you enjoy. 
So when do weddings start costing more than a Prius, y'all? And how do you cut wedding costs without it looking like a sad little graduation party? Well, you can automatically cut your floral budget by over 50% by DIYing your wedding flowers with Flower Moxie. Flower Moxie is a DIY flower company that ships all over the U.S. They sell gorgeous wholesale flowers that you can build yourself in only a couple of days before your wedding. We're talking about bouquets, flower arches, centerpieces. They got a tutorial for everything, okay? So the tricky parts like quantities, color palettes, and floor recipes are all figured out for you. They have over 40 collections to choose from. It's kind of like Blue Apron, but for flowers. Also, they have such a fun, inclusive brand. And their website literally says things like, we won't leave you with your boobs flapping in the wind. I mean, how can you not want to exchange BFF necklaces instantly? So if you want to cut your flower budget in half, double your bragging rights and create the absolute best wedding memories by building your bouquets with your bridesmaids, order your DIY flowers from Flower Moxie by going to flowermoxie.com slash do. And you get free shipping when you spend $500 or more. You also get access to their DIY masterclass and customer-only tutorials. Fancy. a very, very special guest with us today. If you are a longtime listener of you I Do, you definitely know our special guest today. But guests, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Ashley Nicole with Ashley Nicole Photography based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yay! We're so happy you're back. You've This is what, the third or fourth time? I don't know. Ooh. I kind of feel like you've been on here like at least three times. Yeah, this is the fourth time. This is the fourth because we had the the race episode, the first look episode, the girlfriends episode. So yeah, you were on that. Yeah, okay. I can talk to y'all all day. I'm good. <laughs> look, I mean, the fact that we're getting started an hour later, <laughs> you're not supposed to tell them. <laughs> Tania could cut that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but we always love having you on the show. And we just love you in general. We talk about you all the time. Well, they, listen, I talk about y'all all the time. Y'all are literally one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. You know, I'm a podcast junkie. So thank you for having me again. Thank you for coming. We're talking about selecting Black wedding vendors because we know a lot of times brides are trying to do that, you know, trying to intentionally just have like an all black wedding or planning <laughs> with certain aspirations in mind. And yeah, there's a lot of, you know, considerations around that and lots of things we just kind of like really need to talk out because, you know, you may, you may kind of hope for one thing <laughs> in the reality may be another. Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> yes. Before we get into the questions, though, we're going to play this or that, which. Oh, OK. OK. You know, for a little moment, we were like, oh, maybe we diversify our games and just play other games. And uh, no, we're this is a, this or that like is just the thing for that. us. Yeah. We can't do anything else. Like we'll have other folks come on and we're like, oh, we're about to play this other game. They're like, oh, I thought we were going to play this or that. <laughs> yeah. Keep this or that. Yes, please. Right. <laughs> right. So listeners, y'all know that basically you select between one option or another and you explain why. So this one, I tried to kind of keep with a theme of like selecting black vendors. So to start, 
as a photographer, which do you think is the better option? The photographer that has little to no experience with darker brown skin couples or the photographer that mostly shoots in natural light environments, but your wedding is at 6 p.m. in August. Um, so that's um, I would assume that the photographer, even though they're, they don't have as much experience that you have seen their portfolio and you like it, I'm gonna have to go with the person that's least experienced. I would assume in that portfolio that they have huh. some like night shots and everything like, you know, works well, because you, you really do have to think about how your wedding is going to be. If they have a ton of daylight stuff, but your wedding is at midnight, then that's just not going to work. Um, exactly and vice versa so yeah I would because just because they don't have as much experience doesn't mean that they're not good I'll say that true um, so I think I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go with the least experienced okay but watch okay. it I'm gonna come back I want to change my answers <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think both are like it there's reasons for both and there's reasons against both so and to be 100% honest, now that I'm thinking about it, just because you're a natural life photographer doesn't mean you can't take good, you know, yeah. nice reception shots. So I think, can there be a middle ground? Maybe. <laughs> because, like, I can... Oh, Jesus, now I think I want to change my answer. You can. <laughs> natural light, if the natural light photographer can show you photos, you know... Um, of like lit receptions, how you like, you know, portraits mm-hmm. outside or portraits indoors, you know, where they had to use, you know, flash. Um, if they can show you photos where you're, that you're comfortable with it, that you like, I feel like you can get the best of both worlds. Somebody that can do natural light and use flash, um, mm-hmm. off camera flash, then yeah, that's the best of both worlds. So I'm changing my answer. All right. And I'm gonna go with the natural light person. All right. <laughs> okay so thinking more of kind of like maybe your prospects the couple that purposely sought out black photographers or the couple that purposely sought out photographers based on the photography style that they like Hmm. so uh, i'm gonna pick the, the couple who sought out photographers based off of the photography style okay um, because I don't, I mean, we're already a commodity, like what we do, you know, you have to like the photos, but I want you mm-hmm. to choose me because you like my work, you know, because you value the service that I provide, the experience that I provide. I love being black. That's a, yeah, that's a cherry on top, but you gotta <laughs> like my photos too. <laughs> right. So yeah. So definitely the couple who's choosing me because they like my photography style. Okay. Okay. I would agree there. Okay. Um, <laughs> two more. So the white vendor that has a diverse client portfolio or the black vendor that rarely works with black couples. We talking about a black couple? So, black yeah. Couple? So this is like a black couple that is looking for their vendor. So it's like, say a photographer. So the white one that you look at their portfolio and it's a little bit of everything. You got some interracial, you got some everybody. But then on the other side, you have the black, I guess, photographer, black vendor, where the majority of their clients are not black. Like you don't see black folks on their feet. Or if so, they're very 
I don't think I'm the best Mix. person for this or that because <laughs> I, so I'm an Aquarius. We think way too much. So like your question was like, A, my mind is like on X, Y, and Z. Um, <laughs> because in my mind, so from a photographer's aspect, like we shoot who comes, you know, to us. Um, so mm-hmm. say for instance, if the majority of my clients were white. Most people are going to choose the photographer that they can see themselves in. So if exactly. I shoot a lot of white people, I'm going to attract white people. That doesn't mean that I can't shoot black people. It's just, this is the majority of what I have. So this is what I'm continuously, you know, bringing in. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm going to say, go with whoever you see that your skin tone looks the way you want it to look in that. That's real. In that photo. So if that's the white photographer, then albeit go to the white photographer and let them you know let them mm-hmm. take your portraits because you don't want your skin to look orange or you know yeah. you want somebody who knows how to you know get the light right so that our skin that melanin can do what that melanin does you know yeah. So yeah if it's the white one yes then i'm gonna say go with the white one if the black photographer just can't show you any work of you know black skin or or something like that just so you can kind of see what it normally look like then yeah i go with the white one I a hundred percent agree. Um, especially, I mean, if like the vendors, either photographer, videographer, makeup, hair, mm-hmm. planner, <laughs> like the ones that either have to interact hard with the wedding party or, you know, the folks that got to interact yeah. or, you know, like give you the, the visuals, like, Okay, just because you black, not all skin folk can folk, you know. <laughs> so honest, like it's and it's so and it's kind of ir- aggravates me, but nine times out of ten, if, if it's a black vendor, they're gonna be able to do both. They're gonna be able to do white people that's and true. black people. It's not that it's rare, but it's least likely that a white photographer will, will be able to really kill both, you know. Right. Um, a lot of them, especially in Atlanta, a lot of mm-hmm. them can, but you you will find more often it's us that we have to be able to know how to do both they don't necessarily have to. Um, but I'm sure you, we'll probably talk about that later. on. <laughs> that's true. But I feel like that's kind of just everything in life though, too. Yeah, like true. we always have to. Yeah. All right. Final round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So searching for vendors that know how to work with black and diverse couples mm-hmm. through Instagram or finding these vendors through like a central website. So I, for me, I think this one is really personal preference. I'm an Instagram kind of girl. Yeah. Instagram has become the new Google. I can type anything in and it's going to give me, you know, any and everything. you got hashtags, you can search, you can mm-hmm. find them um, on other, um, like you can find photographers through other photographers. I think that central platform, if you got some bomb photographers that may not even know about that platform, but everybody right. knows about Instagram. So I feel like you would have more... It's, it's more diverse on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the platforms like the Knot and Wedding Wire, like a lot of us, we don't put too much stock into that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. our name is there just, you know, because, but we're not really doing, you know, too much, you know, there because of the experience that a lot of us have had with those. Um, yeah. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody can get on, you know. Right. Kind of see. So I would say Instagram. But I do think sometimes, too, that that kind of creates like a low barrier of entry. So anybody can say, I'm mm-hmm. a photographer, I'm a photographer, I'm a DJ. Um, so you kind of get everything 
yeah it's not so curated as it would be with another platform but if you're just looking for content instagram if maybe if you want something a little more you know scaled back then that type of central platform but i think my answer i guess would just be instagram just because yeah i get it yeah i would say maybe both you know yeah yeah like a cross reference yeah yeah because i I remember seeing a tweet the other day that was saying somebody was like looking for a stylist or not. Yeah. Like a hairstylist or something or like somebody that does braids mm-hmm. and they're like, but me searching through the hashtag, then I find out that you're actually not based in Atlanta, but you're in like Jacksonville <laughs> or mm-hmm. you're like in Savannah or something mm-hmm. like that, but you're using and ATL using like hashtags. hair mm-hmm. braider, like ATL braider or whatever. Um, as the hashtag. So it's like, you kind of got to do your due diligence. Um, there is a fine art to searching on Instagram. <laughs> it really is. It is truly an art form. <laughs> it really is. It really is. All right. So <laughs> we are now really going to dive into um, this conversation, which is something we wanted to discuss for ooh, probably almost half a year now. Um, but, you know, life gets in the way, but I think this is a good conversation because, you know, I'll be honest. At first, I was very much the, you should be able to find a Black vendor to do what you want. That was me, I'll say maybe two years ago. Me now? I mean, I think it's it's like, it's nice if you can, uh-huh. but I don't think you should limit yourself. Now, I am- Black card. Exactly. Exactly. Like I'm all here for giving us more money and like keeping the, you know, the money in the community and all of that. But at the same time, if there are certain things you want, certain visions you have in mind, Mm -hmm. and even maybe just based on where you're located, you may not have access Mm -hmm. to black vendors that kind of fit that bucket where Maybe the white vendor does, or maybe the Asian vendor does, or, you know, so I think the black is like a nice to have, or like the, the cherry on top, like you were saying, but it shouldn't be the all in all, but that's just my opinion. That's Mm -hmm. just my opinion. So (laughs) I feel like, I think that you can find, well, I know that there are black vendors that can kill any aspect of your wedding. Um, I, I think I was mentioning this before, like, I feel like people get so caught up in the social media aspect. And like I said, like, you can be whatever you want to be. If I want to tell somebody I'm a mermaid on Instagram, I could take some photos and I'm pretty sure somebody <laughs> would believe that Ashley Nicole is a mermaid, you know, based right. on what I post. And I feel like you, just like with anything, you got to do your due diligence and mm-hmm. figure out like, is this person really who they say they are? Or is this somebody posing, you know, faking it till they make, make it or whatever. Um, but I personally know, I probably can run you a list of people right now that would kill whatever wedding plan you could figure out. Um, but they may have 6,000 followers on Instagram. They mm-hmm. may not have 142,000, you know, and, right. you know, so I think it, it just depends on how you do your search. Um, yeah, but no, I, I know some people that can kill it and they don't get re- they don't get hit up that much because on Instagram, they don't look like they are, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. somebody, if that makes sense. So, yeah. of course. And I think, 
Whew, yeah, you don't get caught up in how many followers these folks have, because sometimes people are just not focused on the marketing aspect. They're focusing on like doing the thing you actually paid them to do. And if you didn't pay them to be like your wedding marketer, <laughs> yeah. then who cares if they got 300 followers or 3000 followers or 30,000 followers, you know, like that's and- all... I'm and people buy their followers all the time. Like they do. Like, so you've got 140 something thousand followers, but you got 12 likes on each photo. Yeah. yeah like, it's not, like, it's not making sense. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I feel like you, if, if I find you on Instagram, I like your photos. I like your style. I'm going to go to your website. How do you mm-hmm. talk to me on your website? Do you talk on your website in a professional manner? <laughs> right. Sentences made correctly. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> is your website a professional website? You know, exactly. Does this make sense? Dude, I mean, I'm looking at all of that stuff to tell a story mm-hmm. of who you are. I'm actually reading like y'all read the words that are on these people's websites, you know, whether it's a lot or a little, just take the time and read it. Does it resonate with you? You know, because, yeah, like especially photographers. Yeah, it's about your photos, but we are with you all day long. If you yeah. hate our personalities don't match if we got two different vibes i don't care how good them photos are your experience is not going to be a good one it's just it really isn't no so it's not just about the main thing is the photos but it's a lot of other little things you know that matter to create that whole experience and a lot of us photographers we care about your photos but we really care about your experience as well yeah it's not just about that final product for us. We want you to enjoy it. We want you right. to rave about it. We want you to feel like this was a bomb experience. I got my money's worth and then some. Mm-hmm. And all of that comes from you doing your research beforehand too. That's real. That's real. Okay. So would you say that you are a black wedding photographer or are you a wedding photographer that is also black? So I think I'm both. The majority okay. of my clients are black. The Lord has blessed me to take pictures of lots of melanin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the vast majority of my clients are black. I don't only search out those clients, but that's mainly what comes, you know, that's mainly who comes to me. Um, so right. in that way, yes, I am a black wedding photographer, but I am also a wedding photographer who's black. I'll take pictures of anybody. Anybody and you who, have. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who is in love, come to me. Like, you know, like, <laughs> So I, I feel like I am both. But yeah, I do. I have some clients. I have Asian clients, Indian clients. Okay. Um, like I said, they don't come as often. So that's why I said, I think if you were to put me in a category, it probably would be black wedding vendor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I consider myself, I consider myself both. Okay. I mean, I don't think there's like a right answer to that in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think some people feel like they don't want to be labeled like the black but I, I love my people like it's yeah. something about us you know like I just it's something about black love it just touch every time it does something to me so I don't mind being a black man if, if I only shoot black folks then that's cool because I feel like I am helping to break down a lot of those stereotypes that black people don't get married black men don't love black women black men don't like I if I'm yeah. part of cutting all of that mess out you know and putting something positive and showing what real life for black people is like I'm going to do that. If that's what the Lord put me here to do, I'm down for it. Right. Good. Okay. So do you believe there are misconceptions around being a black wedding vendor? 
Um, yes, that we we're late. We are. I mean, I mean, any what the whatever misconceptions are about that people um, when they hire black people, we don't know as much. We're not as experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that and all of it is a hundred percent false. We are some of the best people <laughs> that you right. can ever, black or or non black. We are mm-hmm. some of the best people that you could have for your wedding. Period. Right. So, and I mean, it sucks having to constantly fight those stereotypes. And I yeah. feel like non-black vendors get passes when we don't but i mean it just it just is what it is i mean that's life for a black person period yeah. no black we some of the, we're some of the most creative some of the most loving understanding kind giving like the most bond people you can have on your day mm-hmm. it just feels like family i mean mm-hmm. you know if you if yeah. you get the right ones like yeah, if you get the right yeah now nah, if you get the right ones <laughs> yeah but especially like if you have a long engagement or whatever your period where you know, maybe you're getting married a year later, a year and a half later, two years. These are some of the people you've been with that have really been with you through that journey. So, yeah. And we will be like, crying with you nine times out of 10 on it. Cause I know I listen, I, I, Ashley, the coach, she cries behind that camera. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping my tears to keep shooting. But yeah. Yeah, we really get invested, you know, and I'm not that's not to say others don't. But like, I know me personally, like I'm really invested in my clients. Like, I want y'all to get to the altar and and have a bomb time, you know, right. And then have the pictures afterwards, you know, to remember it. But no, I'm a lot of us like I've swept bridal suite floors. Like, that's not my job. That's the venue. You know, I've helped people for rehearsals and, you know, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We we don't have a lot of us don't have a problem going above and beyond to make sure, you know, that's done. We would hope that you hire people, you know, that do you know what they need to do. But, you know, in the event that something happens, we stepping in and we're helping to get it done. Period. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. so why? And I feel like this is obvious question, but I'm asking anyway, people, why are people in general? selecting black vendors so i have had white couples come to me and specifically say that they want black vendors because of the the whole black lives movement or because of 2020 the, the you know mm-hmm. the um, right. and then i have some that it doesn't matter to them what color i look like they just like my photos um, and mm-hmm. i'll be 100 honest with you like i would prefer to work with the couples that don't care what color i am they just like you know they just like my photos because I feel like, and a lot of us in industry feel the same way. Like when all of that was going on or when everything was in at, at such a high level, everything was all about buy black, do black, be black, this, this, this. So people were coming to us left and right. And now that, not that it's died down for us, but now right. that it's died down in the media, just a tad, mm-hmm. it's crazy. A lot of those promises that a lot of those publications made or a lot of those companies made, you know, to do things, they like personally, I know for myself, a lot of that fell through. I mean, literally it was crickets. You got no more responses. Um, right. So I feel like even for couples, um, a lot of that has is died down. They're not necessarily looking to hire, but if they do, it's great, but it's not like they were trying to get a cookie before. Now right. it's not so much. Now they don't necessarily want the cookie anymore. Yeah. You're not getting the pat on the back because you selected yeah. or worked with the black vendor at this point. Right, 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 right. So, and and to be honest, this is what I would prefer because I want mm-hmm. you to come because you like, you you get that you'll get a, a certain type of experience with me. I get, I want you to like my personality. I want you to like my photos, you know? Right. So I actually would prefer it this way because a lot of it seemed disingenuous before. So That's real. Yeah. That's real. All right. So 
Do you think it's easy to find good quality black vendors? And explain either way. So I'm, I would say yes, but that's because I'm around them a yeah. lot. But I'm also around, for lack of a better word, what's the word? Riffraff? I'm not that old. <laughs> but riff, <laughs> that's the only word that came in my head. <laughs> but that's, I, I get um, what you're trying to say. Yeah, but so to find them, I, I, I really think it goes back to you and what you feel like. You know how to say like, you attract like like-minded people. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you can't. It's it's really about you and 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 what you're looking for and who you're drawn to. And sometimes I feel like we're drawn to things that aren't the best for us. And right. we do have to kind of be like a little more aware that hey, I keep looking at these people that have these high follower counts or, and not to say that that's not bad. Cause I mean, shoot, I wouldn't mind 700 million. I wouldn't have my having Kim Kardashian people, um, right. <laughs> you know, or followers, but I'm looking, I keep getting drawn to the same type of person. But when I talk to them, when I have my wedding consultation, I'm not feeling them. If you keep mm-hmm. getting the same vibe, then you do have to kind of have to do that little mental check. Okay. Hey, let me look at something different. Let me try right. to find something different. Um, I, Maybe it is hard. Maybe I, maybe it is hard. Um, it, I, I was think just going to say, depending on where you are, it may be yeah, harder. Like no, nah, we good down here. But, you know, because we have Idaho, so many. <laughs> yeah, right. it may you may have a little issue. But I know like Atlanta, D.C., Dallas, Houston, like, you know, you're good. You know, mm-hmm. down in Florida, you know, you're, you're fine there. Um, But you some of these smaller ones, yeah, you may have to, you know, bring somebody in and don't be afraid to if you like a photographer that is based in South Carolina and you are in Wisconsin bring the photographer like you know it's not as expensive as you think to pay for travel for a photographer to come up to ensure you know that you can get the photos that you want if you're not finding what you want even if you're in Atlanta if you don't like any of us here which is you have a slew of talent, but if you don't like anybody here, get somebody from Zimbabwe if that's what you want. You know, like it's your <laughs> wedding. True. Like, I, I mean, my mom just raised me like you get one life. Do it to the T. Like, be extra. Who cares? If I want my yeah. my planner to if I want my planner to come from Madagascar, I'm flying my planner from Madagascar and I'm gonna adjust my budget, you know, to do that. Um yeah. but I I I I I don't want to say it's hard because I just know that I and I've met so many like bomb people. I just don't want to say that it's that hard when it may test take a little research to do that. You may not just solely be able to rely on Instagram. You may have to go to Google and type some stuff in or, you know, you may have to look on Facebook and, you know, other other platforms just to kind of see what you can find. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think it'll be hard. It just may take a little work, if that makes sense. But just because it's going to take work doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be difficult. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. I mean, anything that you really want should require some effort into finding it. And and it just depends on your personality. Like me, I don't yeah. research anything. If it's a pen, I'm going to read all the reviews. And <laughs> you right. know, you, is this pen going to do? How long is it going to last? Like, that's just my personality. So the research part is nothing to me. But you may have people that are like, look, I want to look two times. <laughs> and right. what I find in them two times is just what I'm getting. <laughs> But then I think in those cases, sometimes that you are kind of stuck with, you know, whatever, you know, is out there. So but I don't think I don't think there's any wrong with taking a second, third or fourth look, you know, just to make sure you've kind of gotten the whole market like you want to. Gotcha. Okay. so why do you think that some of us go to like 
say hairstylists or like bakers or like these vendor adjacent to like the actual industry. So maybe they haven't really worked in the industry before, but why do you think we go to these people and hope that they can also do whatever we want them to do for our wedding day? It's comfort. It's a comfort and it's a mm. trust factor. You know, if, if my hairstylist has been doing my hair for years, you know, mm-hmm. and she's been killing it. Well, she's going to kill my wedding day too. But right. I, I, this is my biggest as a vendor. This is my biggest. I won't, I guess it's a pet peeve because I, uh, your wedding, your, your hairstylist may be bomb, but everybody says it and nobody believes it. Weddings are a totally different ball game. Like, yeah. I don't even know how to describe how different it is. And just because she is bomb on Saturday morning does not mean <laughs> she's going to be bomb Saturday morning of your, it just right hair and makeup. They can ruin the entire timeline. And it bothers me so much because when your day goes behind, if it's even hair and makeup, it could even be the venue or the planner, whatever. But when your Mm -hmm. timeline gets cut, the first thing they coming for is me and my photos. And it bothers me because I'm like, it's not fair. Like, why do are you cutting their memories? Because, you know, like it's not even about me and an ego thing. These are y'all's memories and they go straight for the jugular. They go straight for the photos. <laughs> exactly. At that time. And again, it's not about me, but that means you're going to get less photos. But I guarantee you hiring an actual wedding planner, not your mm-hmm. auntie, hiring an actual <laughs> wedding makeup artist, not the people, not running to, to, um, to the mall or to the mat counter, you know, or somebody that you met at the mat counter, like a legit right hairstyle like all of these people let them be truly wedding people because they know the flow they understand mm-hmm. how weddings work part of my french they give a damn about <laughs> making sure that they own schedule because you won't believe how many weddings i've done with they, they they don't even care that they got you behind schedule like it's more to being a wedding vendor than just showing up you know and making sure you're photo ready or, or things are photo ready it's more to being a mm-hmm. wedding cake baker or whatever even invitations get you somebody who specializes in wedding invitations so all of those questions you have about rcps and wording they know exactly how it's supposed to be done that's why you pay a premium service for weddings because weddings are it's a it's a totally different ball game and you need somebody who knows what the hell they're doing to make sure that your wedding is as bomb and as viral ready if that's even a word that you want it to be Please let your let your let your hairstylist let her stay get catching you Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings. If she is not a true wedding, you know, th- there mm-hmm. are people who will, we know them. I could rattle off people right now that will kill it for you for your hair. They will kill it for you for your makeup. The photographer who shoots for the Atlanta Falcons rise up, but they can't <laughs> shoot your wedding, boo. Like, <laughs> let them right. stay shooting. The football players don't ask. It doesn't. You may think it does. It's not going to translate. But it doesn't. It's not the same thing. It's just not. And if we could get that through our heads and learn to trust other people and learn to do our research and really vet these folks, you know, we would come out so much better. But I'm telling you, that is and that's probably why I'm talking so long about it. 
That mm-hmm. is the number one killer of wedding day timelines and causing so much distress for my couples and for the entire wedding like vendor team is catching yeah. people who don't know weddings and who come in, don't realize we all have to work together as a team. It, it, they don't care. Yeah. And then it just messes up everything. And all that money that you've paid for, all of these nights you spent, all those nightmares you had about this day. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So please, please, please hire wedding professionals, vetted, experienced wedding Mm -hmm. professionals. Keep the lady at the mat counter at the mat counter. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) I mean, that's no shade. That is no no shade at all. But I'm glad you said that because I think there is, I don't want to say it's a rumor, but like I've seen it on like different wedding websites and like mm-hmm. wedding articles. And even like in some of these groups where they're like, if you don't say that you're having a wedding, you're going to get, you know, you'll get whatever savings or like, they're not going to charge you as much. And I'm like, yes, they are. Like sometimes, honestly, because you say it's a wedding, you get more for that you, whatever. You get, and I'm going to be honest with you. Every dime that these wedding vendors ask for, they are worth more. Yes. Most good wedding vendors that you get, you are going to get more than you paid for. Trust me. It's not even about, oh, because it's a wedding, I can charge more. No, I'm going to do more as a wedding. Exactly. Vendor, I'm going to give you more. I'm going to get like the weddings take so much out. And that's why I love them so much because you, re- I mean, I can give to my heart's content to make right. sure that this couple has, you know, what they need. It's worth more than what we ask. And right. it's not about ripping people off. We just truly understand what it takes to give you what you want. And we want to be able to put braces on our kids and put food on their table after we're done. That, that's exactly. It. Exactly. But yes. Yeah, so, and I mean, to be honest, and it's with a lot of things. You get what you pay for. I have several couples that yeah. come back to me asking me, well, can you fix somebody else's pictures? I can't touch anybody else's work. Like, I can't. Right. Like, I can't. Once it, I, no, I can't do that. And I wouldn't. That's I feel like in a contract. To, yeah. And exactly. I feel like it's disrespectful to the photographer's craft, too. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't do that. That's why you right. have to make that right decision from the jump and not just look at the photos. But again, it's all about what people invest in. People stand in long lines for Jordans. But they don't want to mm-hmm. pay, you know, over a certain amount for wedding photos or, or or even if it's birthday photos. I mean, whatever. Right. Look at what you look at what your where your values are. And if photography lines up in that, then spin to your heart's content. If you don't care about photography, but you want them bad Louboutins because they're gorgeous now. Get you, Louboutins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I just think people I really just think it's what it shows what people value. Um, and. Unfortunately, a lot of it is when it comes to weddings, everybody wants it to be done as cheap as possible, but they yep. want it to look like my celebrity dream wedding, you know? And exactly. That ain't, yeah. With the cost, especially with flowers, my God, I pray for those floors. Like it's not going to happen. And it's not even <laughs> them being, you know, it's not even being them being stingy. The price of a rose is ridiculous. Oh my God. Absolutely ridiculous. And the prices have gone up in the last two years too, or yeah. last three years. So even photographers, yeah. the little the little bitty card that I put in my camera that stores your entire day one memories, that little bitty card can run me upwards to $300. $300. But that one little card, most right. photographers, we have a card per wedding 
that, that we keep. And like my cameras, they have dual car slides. So I'm putting two of them bad boys in there. So yeah. it, it costs. It does cost to be able to provide you the service. And it's not just the service the day of. It's afterwards. When everybody goes home and the flowers die and the cake is eaten, your photographer is still looking at your photos. <laughs> right. <laughs> after you know so a lot of that cost is not just day of and even before we spend time working yeah. with your your planner making sure you have the right amount of time making sure you get the fo- it's not just day of it's really right. not but i think people forget that oh yeah for sure i think we saw a lot of that too like at the beginning of the pandemic when mm-hmm. people were like pushing off weddings or readjusting yeah. And they felt like, okay, well, now we're going to cancel our wedding or now we're going to postpone. We should get our money back. And it's like, but you're still paying people to work. So a lot of us did work like, yeah, well, exactly. Wedding day. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the another big misconception is like just because the wedding day hasn't happened. Everyone assumes that the work only exist on that day and there's so much like almost every vendor has stuff to do for your wedding Mm -hmm. days weeks and sometimes even months before your wedding even takes place like the fact that you were saying one of your planner friends has already sent over a timeline for wedding (laughs) that's not even going to happen for over another 30 days it's like Mm-hmm. there is stuff going on now. And if you want a truly valuable and like great experience, if you want a day where like everyone in your family can just enjoy it and not have to work it. Cause I remember that was one thing my mom was big about like mm-hmm. well before there was an Edwin in the picture. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, when that time comes, I do not want to work your wedding. Cause she had attended weddings. She had attended events where she saw people setting up, breaking down, doing all that, the events taking place two, three hours later than the start time because folks are still getting stuff together. And she just knew that like, when the time comes, I don't want to do that. And dad is a pastor. He told us, I don't want to officiate your wedding. Like he was like, if I have to, I will. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy it. I want to see my son get married. I don't have to work my son's wedding. Some people, that's a different story. They love that. Their dad gets to be a part of it. That's part of their story. But some folks just want to sit and enjoy. And I think like, yeah, it's it's exactly what you said. We're we're trying to save so much money. Mm -hmm. And I get it. There are little places here and there where maybe you can scale back. You know, maybe you don't need the photographer for 10 hours. Maybe eight hours will suffice. You know, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the savings. Or maybe it's in the dresses you tell the bridesmaids to pick or the place you find their earrings and their bracelets and stuff like that for their bridesmaids bags, whatever. But like to nickel and dime your wedding, I think takes the fun out of that engagement process and, and getting to it. With the result. Just, I mean, just period. That like, is true. It's not going to be, you're, you're just not going to be happy with it. Cause you're going to see where you cut those corners and it's going to come out. It's going to be very apparent because it's like, yeah. Do you feel like maybe a photographer should cost four or $5,000 when you've probably never paid for a photographer in your exactly. life? Exactly. Or, <laughs> or if you pay for a photographer, it's been for like a limited thing, right? Like a party or a thing where it's like, maybe somebody you knew who knew somebody else got mm-hmm. you somebody to be there, you know, at your birthday party for $300. 
and you gave them $300 and they said they were going to download all the photos, edit a few, send them to you and that worked. But your birthday party or your kickback is not your wedding. Like, unless that's the vibe you're going for. And for the most part, you're not. Because it all goes back to what folks be seeing online, they see on TV, what they think they should have, like that expectation. Yeah. It's sticker shock. But like, even myself, when the price that you pay, it's not just for me to come to your wedding. It's for your engagement session, Right. products you may get the whole experience working with you trying to get the timeline knowing right. what you want so that I can make sure I can give you what you want is knowing that you hire somebody that's creative enough that like for instance I have a bride they didn't want to see each other before the wedding we were just talking about this they mm-hmm. did not want to see each other before the well he didn't want to see her before the wedding but they right. were getting married at eight o'clock at night it's pitch black but they wanted daylit photos all the photos that were sent to me you know talking about things it was all in the daylight they trusted mm-hmm. me enough to do a first look where they didn't see each other, but they were able to get those bomb photos. So it's knowing right. that I paid somebody who is creative enough to get me what I want, even if circumstances don't allow it to help me right. figure out how to get what I want um, so that I'm happy at the end and not just dealing with, oh, well, you can't do this and we're just not, you know, like right. any options. That's what you're paying for. That mm-hmm. is exactly what you're paying. And I mean, if, yeah, you're paying for the pictures, too. But you're de- you're definitely paying for that photographer's expertise mm-hmm. to guide you through this entire process so that at the end you can get the photos that you really want. Period. Right. And a lot of photographers don't charge enough for that to be you know to be a hundred times even what I provide to my clients to give them like things to help them. There are lots of things that I give them to help them on the way. You know, mm-hmm. all that stuff is kind of thrown into that price, but people don't see it. Um, right. And some people don't value it. And that's OK, too. You know, if 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 you really want to just cut corners here, that's OK. But then you just have to be OK with the quality of what you get. When you do receive it. Yeah. And not to necessarily bash that photographer who may have charged only two thousand, you know, or twenty five hundred, you know, for your wedding. Um, and you were expecting photos that look like the photographer they charge four five and six. You know, that's right. not fair. it's really not fair. So it isn't, it isn't. All right. So when do you think black couples should consider non-black vendors? Um, when you haven't, so number one, if it's not a priority for you mm-hmm. to have, I mean, cause we're black. I don't have to really do anything to prove I'm black. Like I'm walking around, <laughs> you know, with the like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like I can tell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I feel like if you're not on the I want an all black vendor team, then go mm-hmm. ahead and consider them. Um, right. If you feel like because trust me, I'm telling you, there's some bomb ones. There's some bomb ones on both sides. But if you have fallen in love with somebody's character, with their mm-hmm. work, with their professionalism, if all of that stuff and they just so happen to have not as much melanin in their skin tone as we do. I say go ahead, you know, yeah. um, because I don't you don't want to feel like you settled. Not on photography, right. not on videography, not on anything related to your wedding because you are spending a, a whole lot of, of money. Don't right. settle. Get what you want, pay for the quality that you like, you know, and just go there. But I think if you're not on this all black everything for my wedding, then just get what you want. <laughs> Good point. I, okay. I, I, do, I do think that, you know, black vendors can 
understand you a little bit more um yeah. understand you know what our weddings and the dynamics and all of that you know and and what we like because if you really take a look at white wedding portfolios and uh, white weddings in their pictures mm-hmm. and black weddings it's a different vibe like it's a little, it it's is. little different it is so if you like the vibe of black weddings then yeah you probably need to hire a black wedding photographer there are probably some white photographers that can give you that but more than likely you need to get you a black one you know if yeah. it doesn't matter to you if you just want you know nice photos and if the vibe if you like both then you should be able you know to consider both but looking at style me pretty and be collective totally different vibe oh yeah totally different vibe and both of them are fine you just gotta figure out which one you like yeah. So if you like the style me pretty and you know on ig or whatever mm-hmm. then go with somebody who can give you style me pretty be collective that's us right <laughs> that that's that's us you know right and i mean it's us and style me pretty too don't get me wrong it's some black vendors who slay that stuff and it looks mm-hmm. so beautiful um but you really got to know what you like and i think right. that's what, what will lead you which whichever route you want to go good point I'm, Throwing my hands in the air like they can see me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you think there is a stigma for couples that decide to not choose black wedding vendors? I think it happens for celebrities. Um, mm. I think that for celebrities, it is because, you know, when Issa got married, I mean, everybody was looking. I mean, I know it's photographers. Who's her photographer? You know, it wasn't a black photographer. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I think when they get married, especially ones that are very like, I love my people and, you know, and then you don't incorporate your people, then, yeah, I feel like but celebrities lives, their lives are so picked at anyway. Right. I don't even know if they really care that much, but I feel like for them, there is a stigma there if they don't choose, you know, black vendors. I don't think everyday people, I don't think not so much unless your crew is that type of crew, you know. Yeah. Um, But I know like if I go to weddings for my friends and family, I may notice it, but it's not like a sting or, you know, oh, who's that? You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um, I don't think it's a you don't you don't lose your black car for that. That's not in true. my opinion, because I don't know what it took for you to get that person. That person could have been gifted to you. That part, you could have won a free drawing. That person, you just really fell in love right. with their work, you know? And me as a creative, if you tell me you fell in love with their work, well, that's all you got to tell me, you know? Right. That's that, what we that all That should want. be enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I definitely think for celebrities, oh yeah, they gonna get it if they don't. <laughs> that is true. Get it that is don't. true. Especially because they I, have so much money to give too, and it's like, well, right. you have given this, you know. To, it's not fair, but it is what it is, and a lot of stuff isn't fair, but it just is what it is. So that's yeah. true. You reminded me that I even I think I even tweeted that after watching. Married? Not even when Issa did, when Molly did, and like oh, she yeah. was wearing the Oscar Oscar De La Renta dress mm-hmm. and. The only reason I kind of felt away, but then I was like, I mean, it makes sense with who we know Molly to be, but they said for that season, they made it such an effort to try to find like black designers Mm. for pretty much all the like principal characters. Yeah. And so I was like, "Ah," because I know like there are so many like good. Oh my gosh, there are. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe time constraints didn't work out or like to find a dress that would have fit who we knew Molly to be because maybe, and this isn't like shade or anything, but maybe Molly's not a, like a Pantora bride. 
You know, like I, even think the, I thought the dress is beautiful, but I didn't think it was oh, Molly. I don't even think it, Molly strikes. She's just very traditional and very buttoned up. And, you know, I just didn't, yeah. I didn't think it fit her, but I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous dress. I think maybe for like the aesthetic that they went for, maybe, maybe yeah. that was it. Like, oh, I feel like that could be a little because the, like the silhouette to me was still very kind of classic and what I, I wouldn't but, see her in a fit and flare. Like mm-hmm. Molly's not to me <laughs> a fit and flare. Issa to no. me isn't really even a fit and a flare. Fit maybe. No, no, no. But um, like it maybe Tiffany. It was down though. Good that was very beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dang, I kind of wish they could have had a, like a really cool like black designer there. But I get it. And then too, like with Issa's wedding, we don't know which vendor she actually had. Like, so well, we maybe know the photographer. The only reason we, we know the photographer because they yeah. tag the photographer. Yeah. But yeah it just outside yeah. of that. Yeah. But it is like people look like when celebrities get married and they do things like and maybe it's vendors that do it. But I look to see who who did this, who did the cake, who who was the photographer, you know, who did the body, who did the flowers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely who did the body. But <laughs> but yeah, I think that they get the flack for it more yeah. so than we, or people look for that for them more so than they do us or yeah. us regular folks. But then again, it's like just let them have whatever. Like if, yeah. if their vision was this, then that's what their vision was. Maybe yeah. they just couldn't find a vendor to fit their vision, and maybe their time schedule or whatever. You know, and a lot there of are a lot is, of things we just don't know. Yeah, a lot of that is what it is. It's even if they have somebody on their team looking, if that's what they found, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they found. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so switching back to kind of like non-black vendors what responsibilities do you think they have um to be able to provide that same quality experience to their black clients so as a photographer i'm gonna speak on that first definitely knowing how to shoot black skin tones Mm. i i really don't want to say this um but i do Y'all, you don't realize how many times like in Facebook groups, like white photographers will will say, I don't know how to shoot black. How do I have a black couple? I don't know how to shoot their skin. You know, like, yeah, necessarily see black people going in groups saying, well, how do you shoot white skin? You know, um, Mm -hmm. having somebody that knows how to shoot our skin and knows, you know, how to make our skin glow in all of the glory that it is, you know, like that's right. It's absolutely vital. I think it's definitely good for them to understand our culture and to have an appreciation for it and a respect for it. Even if it's different than yours, that respect level to me goes a very long way. Understanding the dynamics of black households. Most black folks can't talk to their mama any kind of way. It it doesn't matter how they are, you know, like we have reverence for our elders, you know, and certain understanding how all of that works. I think that'll definitely help to provide a certain level. Um, of service that we would expect, you know, for, yeah. for, for our, for our weddings or from our wedding vendors. I really honestly think that's it. Just understanding the culture, you know, and having an appreciation yeah. and respect for it. That's true. I remember hearing a conversation. I'm trying to think, was it on a podcast or did I read it somewhere where, no, I think it was a podcast. I think it was this episode on big wedding planning podcast some years ago where they had a vendor on who was going to like had a Nigerian couple that was mm-hmm. coming 
um, like their wedding was coming up. And she just kind of wanted to know, like, what do I expect from this? Like, what should I kind of know? Because I haven't actually done like an African wedding. Mm-hmm. And so I think there was like a teachable moment where, you know, they kind of like yeah. shared some things or whatever. Um, Cause I think there was like another guest on the show that was like a black vendor that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of spoke to that. But to me, those are like those moments where it's like, is that the thing, you know, like, Mm -hmm. is that important to you where that's the thing that would be like missing or like the things that like we're aware of where for example um we're used to after your wedding getting a teaser video that you can post on instagram Mm -hmm. well i know somebody i'm not saying who you are but if you're listening you know (laughs) somebody that recently got married and her team wasn't black Mm-hmm. gorgeous photos beautiful photos but when they sent back uh, her video it, it was like 10 minutes but that was like th- this is what you put on instagram and she was like but this is 10 minutes like this wasn't even the long yeah. <laughs> video and i'm like it was great it was beautiful but you know us we just want to give you that quick like one minute mm-hmm. here's a sneak peek into like what our day looked like and then we'll give you the rest later or, you know, we'll see the rest later. Um, but I mean, that's just even a, a cultural thing where it's like they weren't aware that, you know, they would want that like one minute thing, mm-hmm. that 45 second teaser that they mm-hmm. could share on their, you know, on their mm-hmm. networks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's anything knowing that s- the certain songs that come on in the reception Make sure you get, you know, people interacting, yeah. dancing to those songs. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it just it's it's little things. Yeah. But even like I, I'll say, like even um in our it, being black, like you still have like other layers to that. Like when I did my first Nigerian wedding, I had to learn, you know, because I had never been to a Nigerian wedding, and now I love yeah, it. I absolutely. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but understanding the culture and and even in that is different different the different tribes and i mean just it's a ton of stuff that you can never honestly learn enough of and even as black vendors if we haven't been exposed to some of that stuff you know it's still on yeah. us to learn and understand ask yeah. our client, what does this mean how do we do this what do i need to make sure about this and blah 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 but i mean just just having that interest and expressing that interest and like i said to me the number one thing is just respect even if it's different even if it's something that you're not used to or it's not done or whatever just have respect for it right Completely agree. All right. We got two more questions for you. Yes, yes. So as a black vendor, do you feel pressure to uphold certain standards? So kind of going back to the twice as good, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, we all feel just as being black anyway, yeah. but just in your own kind of how like your standards for excellence just within yourself and the amount of like the quality product that you present to your clients in the yeah. experience overall. Yeah. I definitely think there is some pressure to be better. I think that, I mean, it's just, but it's just their period for us. You know, you yeah. can't mess up when it's us, you know, grace True. is given to others that isn't given to us, you know, understanding right. is given to others that isn't given to us. And I do think I think a lot of black vendors, like we are, I mean, I'm, I'm sure all vendors are hard, can be hard on themselves, but I think it's a little more for us because you want people to have that good experience. And I feel like even though it's not my job, I am representative of my culture every time I step out and do anything. So when yeah. I'm weddings, 
I am representative of other black wedding photographers, you know, and so I don't want to leave a bad stain for them. And then the flip side is when I see other black, you know, vendors not doing what they should, it's kind of like, come on, bro. You know, like you messing it up for the rest of us. So that stigma is there, but it's just kind of something that you deal with because I think, like I said, as a black person, we have that stigma. We have to deal with that period. Does it make the job harder? Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's just a part of, it's just a part of it. Like we're just used to dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you're right. I I didn't even think of like, when I put the question together, I didn't even think about it from the perspective of like, every time you do something, you are essentially representing black wedding photographers, black photographers, like not even on purpose. Mm -hmm. And something happens, what they're going to do, they're going to get somewhere, they're going to get on IG or wherever or Google Mm -hmm. and they're going to blast. I'm not hiring black people anymore. Well, that one black person messed up and I'm not even sure what they, you know, if it was really, truly a mess up, but now all black vendors get popped into this. Like, it's just not fair. Right. It's not fair. When Target messes up, we don't say all of these chains. We just say Target, you know? Exactly. We don't throw Walmart and everybody else, you know, in the mix like that. But it, it does. It happens with us. And that, that part is what's not fair. I agree. All right. So final question. What advice do you have for any brides or grooms, couples, anybody that is looking for black vendors or looking at vendors and, you know, maybe some of them are black? My number would just research. Don't just pay attention to the pretty photos that you see, you know, on people's Instagram. And this is not just photographers, you know, um, because planners post their work to pay attention look at stories see if you yeah. really like the personality um even as far as like let's say for planners does your planner is the, are they a coordinator or are they a more a more designer if you've fallen in love with the what you see on their page do you need to hire a wedding designer for that or does your yeah. planner do both if your planner does do both how efficient are they at doing both is your planner only going to care about what your wedding looks like? Or are they going to also care about making sure you get down the aisle on time, you know, mm. and, um, and in the right order and all of that kind of stuff. Um, just research and pay attention. Reviews are great. Look at the reviews, see how many, you know, people they have, like I said, read the website, read, read it, <laughs> like read those <laughs> words, because I'm telling you, you will be able to see a lot about a person based off of what they say and what is on their website. Um, do they carry themselves in a professional manner? Like we laugh and we joke, but when it's time to work, what do I look like coming to work? Am I showing up to your wedding in jeans and a t-shirt or do I look like a wedding guest coming, you know, right. How do I treat others? You can really see some stuff. And I have watched people's stories and I'm like, Ooh, you know, like I didn't realize, you know, he or she was, you know, like that, or, Oh, I didn't realize, you know, that they talked to people, you know, like that. If it doesn't jive with you, it doesn't jive with you. All of us have been blessed with that internal, you know, compass that lets us know how we feel about somebody. Trust that. If you Mm -hmm. don't get a good vibe, don't give them your coins, you know? That's real. And also don't skimp. If you find somebody that you love and their price is a little high, look at your wedding and see where you can take some stuff out or move stuff around to get the quality that you want. It's not always about, oh, they're out of my budget. Sometimes if you really like them, make your budget fit them. Like we do, we do it all the time. I have expensive shoes, expensive bags right now in my (laughs) closet 
that I met probably at the time move, you know, made the conscious decision. Oh, I'm not going to eat out this week to cover it. Like we can, you can mm-hmm. do that, but don't just expect because they're black that they're, that they can lower their price. They can offer you a discount. They can give you a cousin. No, like they got, they have to eat too. And you have to respect <laughs> the experience because I'm yeah. pretty sure nine times out of 10, the price they're charging, they're worth more than that, but definitely research and don't be afraid to adjust your budget to them. Cause most of them, I would say 99% of them, they're going to be worth it. But if you get a vibe from somebody that they're posing and that they're not who they say they are, you get on the phone with them. It's not a professional phone call. Um, mm-hmm. They're talking to you like they're your cousin and not like you were their client. That's a red flag. Yeah. What their work looks like, you know, on their website or Instagram. If I'm paying you a certain amount of money, which most wedding vendors it's a it's a nice amount of money. I want you to talk to me like a vendor. So, I mean, talk right. to me like a client. Talk to me with respect. We're not cool. I ain't cut the jet, you know. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got there yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, though that would be those would be my main things. I think that'll cut a lot of the mess that you see and that you hear um about a lot is picking actually high caliber people. And I mean, that even with white vendors, you have white vendors who are high caliber and some who are like, ooh, child, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's not just us two. But don't think that you're doing something just to say you have a black vendor. Actually hire somebody of some quality, period. That's it. If, yeah, I definitely think that if you take your time and are really diligent about the research process, you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah, you'll find what you're looking for and you'll be happy about it. That was great advice. Thank you, ma'am. I'll pass the collection plate. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Ashley, for coming on. um, Thank y'all for having me. Seriously, it's always a joy. I just, I love y'all. The same. It is so mutual. Um, Before we let you go, first, what vendor do you want to shout out? So remember I was talking to y'all about those planners. They Mm -hmm. are extreme. Please, number one, please hire a full service planner yeah day of coordination and a lot of them i don't think the good ones i don't even think they offer that um anymore but um (laughs) mine is a planner there are a ton of great planners out there but if if i'm just naming one today it is Haley with Haley neely events she is everything y'all i have literally worked with Haley um on quite a few weddings i have some uh 2022 with her and i'm excited about those but i have literally sat down when I'm eating my vendor meal and watched her and I have been just amazed at her grace, her poise. Like I would have flipped out if 12 people came to me asking me a cool different questions at the same time. She just has a grace and a, she's meant to do, you know, some people like that's their element. How she treats her clients. She really goes above and beyond. I swear her clients love her and they don't even know the half of what she does mm. for them. I, they probably will never know. I have seen it firsthand just how bomb she is as far as making sure stuff is done, making sure her clients are happy and satisfied. Um, and she's just a sweetheart. Like, so definitely Haley Neely events. She's bomb. Hire her. And that's it. Oh, and she's black too. But <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. I've heard so many great things. I, I think we had a call with someone like not a recording, but mm-hmm. I think they name dropped her, but like, the, the sentiments were very much the same. Mm-hmm. Like they just absolutely love her. 
literally I was sitting there and I was like oh my god like this girl is everything and just working with her she takes care of your vendors too so your vendors will love her because that's the key thing like a lot of times yeah. planners, they can they can make or break to me the job that your vendors can do too mm. they really can so to me that planner is just as key as that venue as that photographer as that dress like that yeah. hiring a great planner that to me is the most, that's the first thing you need to do when you get engaged and you start planning your wedding. That planner will help you. They'll, they'll Sometimes they'll go dress shopping, which you depend upon, you know, what what kind of service that you get from them. Um, right. They will, especially if you have a specific vision and you don't know how to accomplish it. To me, I would get a planner before you even get a venue. Because say you, yeah. want, you want ballroom, but then you book a farm. You can't get ballroom. Right. At- Arm, so that planner is going to make sure that they keep you on track with what you said you wanted and what your vision is starting from booking you know the perfect venue they just they're they are literally priceless they they're literally yeah. priceless Haley is literally priceless so yeah so Ashley who would you like to shout out this week so the vendor I am shouting out this week is an event designer and planner based out of Tallahassee Florida her brand and wedding business is called Frankie Leland Events. And she is local to Florida, but will also travel. I like how, based on the work that she's provided on her Instagram and the pictures that you can see, she's worked with a variety of couples. So I think that's key, um, depending on like how diverse your wedding party is, or maybe if you're like, you know, in a a racial relationship, you know, someone that knows and can kind of cater to all of those things. But even if not, like, you know, you want someone who's going to handle your day with a level of excellence that you deserve. And I think, you know, um, it's cool sometimes to see, you know, your vent, like a good vendor that can work with a variety of couples. Um, Even though I know this episode is very much about black wedding vendors and you know but look like we said just because you may be searching for a black wedding vendor doesn't necessarily mean you're black anywho saying all that to say if you're looking for a designer and planner so very full service in the Tallahassee area or anywhere look up Frankie Leland Go to FrankieLelandEvents.com and that is F-R-A-N-K-I-E-L-E-L-A-N-D events.com. Tania, who are you shouting out this week? Yeah, so this week I am shouting out a 360 photo booth company. They are very responsive. They are very professional. I actually reached out to them for my wedding and Latifa, she like called me back like right away. I can definitely relate to them because Latifa and her best friend started this company. Um, and I could definitely relate because Ashley and I started Here I Do. And so I was very intrigued by their story. And so I want to show some love to A Thousand Words Experience. So you can find them on IG at A Thousand Words Booth, or you can find them at A Thousand Words Booth.com. And that's one zero 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 words booth. Dot com. Tell them who I do send you. Awesome. And so as we mentioned earlier, 
Um, once you go to find.huido, you're going to be able to find amazing vendors. But if you ever wanted to find anyone that has ever been shouted out on this show in all of our 100 episodes, all 300 plus wedding vendors that have been shouted out in that time, which is a wild to even think of, but you will be able to find them on find.huido.com. So if you don't remember what we said, or you're listening to an episode later and you want to look that person up, or maybe you don't remember how to spell their name or what have you, you can always go there and easily find them. So just a little mental note. Okay, Ashley, we could talk all day long. I'm gonna have to let you go, but first let the good folks know where they can find you, follow you. So you can All find that. me, um, of course, on the internet. It's AshleyNicolePhotos.com. On Instagram and Facebook, it's AshleyNicolePhotos, A-T-L. I do not tweet, so you cannot find <laughs> me there. <laughs> I, I, I read tweets, but I don't tweet. But yeah, definitely um, come visit me on Instagram um, or check out my website. And yeah, yeah. And if you're in Atlanta, rise up. Awesome. Well, Again, listeners, thank you so much for, you know, listening, supporting us. Please head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review or go to Spotify, give us some stars. But Tania, where can people find us? You can find us on huido.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. And you can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Bell Story on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again. Back. See y'all next week.